0: Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello and welcome to A Higher Branch. In today's episode, I want to focus your attention on what is the most important things in your life. Then we're going to talk about the top learnings from the year 2020 so you can have an even better 2021. And when I say an even better, yes, I think 2020 was a great year for all of us. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But to start off, I want to remind everyone of our two frameworks at a higher branch. The first one represents holistic living, and it is the eight areas of life. And that is what you need to focus on in life. The other thing I'm going to remind you of is the second framework for a higher branch, and that is the one for conscious living. And it is called the circle of conscious living. And it is the how you should live your life. But it does start with what? Now, a lot of people say that life starts with with why but I think the why lives in the how and I'll explain that in a few minutes but I want to remind everyone as this world becomes totally obsessed with news media and COVID-19 and bushfires and protests and elections I want to remind everyone that's listening that these things are outside of your control and you need to focus on the most important things in your life what is within your control is your physical mental emotional and your spiritual health and those four energies your physical mental emotional and spiritual are impacted in a major way or are controlled by seven areas in your life that cater to seven fundamental human needs that we all have now i can tell you those fundamental human needs do not entail you know watching news media or getting swept up you know, on social media, those seven areas are things that are unique to each of us individually. It's what's going on in our internal world, and it's our internal world that we can control. We can't control our external world. So a lot of people are saying that they are getting anxious, and some people are getting depressed over what's happening with you know the the COVID nineteen pandemic. But I say it's not the pandemic. And there was one consistent theme with all the podcasts this year. It's not the pandemic that is making you fearful. It's our obsession with news media. It's our obsession with focusing on things that we cannot control. And when you focus on things that you cannot control, that causes an anxiety internally. And in the five-step circle of conscious living, the third step is acceptance. So I want to remind everyone about the importance Of practicing acceptance daily and not focusing on things that we cannot control and whipping ourselves up into a frenzy of fear of anger sometimes of hatred of suspicion of guilt you know and it does not serve us does not serve us well so I want to remind people of those areas of life that are most important one it's love and intimacy so love when i talk about love i'm talking about physical and emotional love that we feel for our partner because intimacy is a fundamental human need the second area is family family fills the fundamental human need for unconditional love and support you know without that support we feel a lot of fear so the second area is to focus on family the third area is work because work is what gives us fulfillment which is a fundamental human need Fulfillment meaning purpose. The next area is friendships, and that fills a fundamental human need to feel like we belong. The next area is learning, which fills a fundamental human need for growth. And the next area is wealth, which fills a fundamental human need for freedom, having a sense of freedom. It is about defining what that freedom is. And lastly, the fundamental human need is to make a contribution, and that is the area of charity. So they're the things that we should be focusing on in life. They're the things that add value to our life. They're the things that boost our energy and not just our physical energy, but our mental and emotional and spiritual energy. So I urge you as we go into this season where we're spending a lot more time at home, on vacation, from work, And when I say on vacation, I mean mentally and emotionally, where we step away from work and responsibilities and, you know, metaphorically sit around the campfire with our lover, our family, our friends, read a good book to learn and help others around us that we come into contact with and generally live life as it is meant to live. And that is simply because the simple things the most beautiful things. I just wanted to give you that clarity to remember that those areas of life that I just mentioned are your North Star. Always when you feel lost or where you feel like your emotions are rattleless and out of control, that you need to return to what is most important, your health, your love life, your family, your work, your friendships, your learning, your wealth and your charity. And on that point then I want to remind you of the most important learnings of 2020 and refer you back to one of my favorite podcasts from those learnings. And the first learning of 2020 and that's why I said it was one of our best years because it reminded us and taught us a lot of things. And the first thing it taught us is that your emotional well-being Coupled with your mental well being, that is, your feelings and your thoughts, are very important. One thing we've learned about the pandemic is the impact that it had on our emotions were far greater and far more systemic. It impacted almost everyone around the world, whereas the physical threat of the virus impacted a few. That does not mean that it's any less important, but it highlights the fact that it's our mental health and our emotional well being that is very important. And yes, the physical is important, you know, sleeping well, exercising, and eating well, you know, diet, exercise, and, and relaxation are important, but you can go sometimes for weeks and months and some people years eating unhealthy and not exercising or sleeping well before it impacts your health. But try going through a week of intense anxiety and depression. It will wreck you. So on that point, I want to refer everyone back to episode 33 with Dr. Guy Winch on how to be emotionally stronger during this pandemic. It was released in April 17, 2020. And that episode highlights a lot of practical emotional hygiene techniques that Dr. Guy Winch shared with us. Which after listening to it will give you a toolkit to be able to improve your mental emotional, and emotional well being. The second learning from twenty twenty is on the dangers of digital and social media. Now, I'm not anti-media, I'm not anti-technology. I actually love technology and it's improved our lives immensely. And I love social media because it helps us connect with so many people all around the world, especially with our closest family and friends when we want to share, you know, photos of our triumphs or you know photos of our disasters as well. It's a way of connecting uh, with many more people. But my tip to you is this. Use that media to be a creator, not just a consumer. Create content. That's my first tip. So create things that matter, but write things about the eight areas of life that is going to lift people up. Create videos, shoot videos or audio where you are sharing things that is going to have a positive impact on others in the eight areas of life. My second tip when it comes to media is to follow the happy. And now what I mean by that is me personally on my social media accounts, I follow people that lift me up, that make me feel good. And for each of us, that's different. It could be your favorite you know, personal trainer or your favorite fashion designer or your favorite car brand or your favorite author. Follow people who are spreading happiness in the eight areas of life. That's my tip to you when it comes to social media. And listen to Dr. Christy Goodwin. And I promise you, this by far is probably the most important podcast that we have ever released on a higher branch. And that's saying something because I've had some brilliant people on this. But that podcast with Dr. Christy Goodwin absolutely expanded my mind and my heart and empowered me to see social media and digital media in a very different light. So that's my second learning from the year 2020. The third one is that resilience is a very important quality. Yes, physical fitness is important. How many push-ups you can do or kilometers you can run or, you know, what healthy meal you can consume, that's important, but your mental and emotional resilience is the most important quality that you will need going forward in life as life becomes faster and more complicated. In an era where we are going to be faced with more and more challenges and yes, sometimes adversity, whether it's ill health, the loss of a loved one or the loss of a relationship or the loss of a job. And it's our ability to deal with these triumphs and disasters that are the secret to what is our personal definition of success. So I urge you to work on building your resistance and on that point I want to refer you to a couple of podcasts that we released it is with Stacey Kopas which is called How to Build Resilience and Overcome Anxiety and the other one by David Goggins. It talks about becoming fearless and you only become fearless through building your resilience and David Goggins tells it so beautifully. The fourth most important learning from 2020 is that sleep Is super important. You need to respect sleep. And I say coupled with sunshine, the two S's, they're coupled because you need more sunshine to improve gut health. Because when you have good gut health, you increase the production of melatonin and serotonin, and that leads to better sleep. And when it comes to sleep, the two most important things that you can do is bookend your day with mental, emotional, hygiene techniques. So the first hour of the day, because it's how you start your day that it sets the tone for the rest of the day. And the the quality of your sleep depends on the quality of your day. And that's why bookending your day is super critical with some positive hygiene tools, such as in the morning when you wake up, don't reach for your phone or any screen. Always start the day with rituals and positive habits, which I'm going to talk to you about when I go through my 28 fast tips to greatness, which is what we'll finish this episode on. But when it comes to sleep, it's absolutely imperative that the last hour of your day is completely tech free and is completely free of artificial light. You know, sunshine during the day and the removal of artificial light at night are probably the two most important things that you can do. Now, in the last hour of the day where I completely ban any form of technology for myself, that is, you can still use it to phone a friend. You can still use it to socialize with someone. You can still use it to actually listen. Uh, I listen to comedies on audio because audio has a very different effect on our system than visual. Visual is highly stimulating, especially when it's coupled with artificial light. So they're the two tips when it comes to sleep. And in the year 2020, we learned how important sleep is because of the number of people working from home. Some people were gaining between one and three hours extra in a day. What that allowed them to do is sleep more. And what we found in our business is that the more people s- slept, and we ran you know, a survey with a few people in the office who are working from home and sleeping more, we said, how is uh, your productivity? And we, well, we compared their productivity They felt better, sharper. They didn't have energy dips in the afternoon. And they were much more productive, meaning they got more done in less time, which allowed them to finish work a lot earlier in the day, exercise, go to the beach, go for a walk, and all because they got an extra half an hour to an hour's sleep in the day. Now that is a huge game changer in anybody's language. And we have the year 2020 to thank for that because prior to 2020, everyone was caught in what Carl Honoré calls roadrunner mode, where we were just running from one distraction to the next, from one to-do list to the next. And of course, we crammed more in the day and we got less sleep and we were caught in this negative loop of less sleep, more tired, uh, you know, more stimulants and less productivity then working longer hours because you had to meet the the targets, right, that were reasonably set for you or the targets that you reasonably set for yourself. So Yes, 2020 was an an amazing game changer when it comes to sleep, especially, I mean, for myself. And on that point, I want to refer you to a great book and a great podcast. The first book is by Professor Matthew Walker. And if you Google his name, the name of the book escapes me, but I think it's called Why We Sleep. And the other one is a podcast by Alessandra Edwards. And it was episode 11, and it was released in October 10, 2019. So just before the pandemic, and it's called How to Reset Your Body Clock for Rejuvenating Sleep. And I urge you, if you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep or waking up earlier than what you should, or if you are getting less than seven hours sleep at night, please listen to that podcast because it will revolutionize your energy. And with more energy, you'll have more time for the eight areas of life. And the funny thing happens as well when you have more energy because of more sleep, your anxiety levels drop, which means that you can sleep even better. You know, a lot of people attribute poor sleep because of anxiety. What they don't realize, it's poor sleep that actually causes anxiety. So if you can fix the sleep problem, then you fix uh, the inevitable anxieties that we all face in the world today. Okay, the next learning from the year 2020 is that More time at home leads to better relationships. More time at home reduces your stress levels. So when it comes to spending more time at home, if you have the option to work from home, and I know a lot of companies, including our our own, is now giving people that option. They're saying, look, if you wanna work from home, then that's your option. We have people that work three days a week in the office and two days at home. We have people that work full-time at home. We have people that work four days or maybe coming one day in a month just to stay in touch with the team and the culture. But there is multiple ways where you can stay in touch just by using... You know, video conferencing tools like Zoom or Webex or Microsoft Teams. So for the companies that are finding it difficult to maintain their culture, my message is to have more meetings online. And meetings online are actually much more effective. You can set a time limit, you can see everyone, you can have a little bit of fun as well. And we've been able to maintain our culture through that and our core values through that medium. Coupled with that more time at home, the year 2020 taught us one thing, one very important thing, and that is it taught us the importance of saying no. Because COVID-19 become the pretext for a lot of people to say no to a lot of things that didn't matter in their life. So, you know, for me, anything outside of the eight areas of life really isn't on my radar. But if you have to prioritize the eight areas of life, your health comes first, your relationship with your partner comes second, your relationship with your family comes third, your work comes fourth, your friendship comes fifth, your learnings comes sixth, your wealth comes seventh, and your charity comes eighth. Now Whenever I tell people to rank those areas in the order of priority, it's always a trick question because people who rank them in priority do so because they realize they don't have enough energy or attention bandwidth in the day to dedicate to those eight areas. So they have to prioritize. And I say to you, if you do have a lack of energy and attention bandwidth and you have brain fog throughout the day, then yes, rank them in the order in which I just listed, because you do have to prioritize some things if you don't have the energy. But what 2020 taught us is to say no to a lot of things that were robbing us of our energy to focus on those eight areas. And by saying no to a lot of things that don't fit within that framework of the eight areas of life, you suddenly have more energy, you have more attention bandwidth, you don't have the brain fog. And that allows you to dedicate time and energy to each one of those areas of life daily. And if you want to know how to do that, listen to my podcast on uh, journaling because journaling is your accountability tool to those eight areas of life. Journaling is the way you focus on the future, but also reflect on the past in a positive way, not in a negative way. So the importance of saying no was a beautiful thing to come out of 2020. Once we got used to saying no to things by using COVID-19 as a pretext, it now has given us permission to say no without using COVID-19 as a pretext. I don't have a a problem anymore saying no. I was guilty of saying yes to everything and overwhelming myself, you know, with things outside of the eight areas of life. And once I started uh, noticing my energy dip, and then I did have to prioritize those areas of life. I had to prioritize my health first and then my partner and then my family and my work and then my friendships. No one wants to have to prioritize those areas or rather compromise. You never have to want to skimp out on you know, losing time with friends because you just don't have time and energy left after you've devoted it to your health, to your lover, to your family, and to your work? Why should you compromise your friendships? Why should you compromise your learning, right? Learning, reading books, listening to podcasts, you shouldn't have to. Why should you compromise focusing on your wealth and managing your finances? Why should you compromise, lastly, on on charity, because charity gives us a sense of contribution. And contribution sometimes is the one fundamental human need which gives us meaning for a lot of people. So you should never compromise any of those eight areas of life. And the way to do that is to say no to a lot of things. And coupled with the more sleep, which is what I talked about earlier, those two beautiful things will give you so much more energy to devote to those eight areas of life. And friends, if you devote your time, your energy, and your attention bandwidth, meaning your focus to those eight areas of life, an absolutely beautiful thing happens. You not only have more clarity in life, but you also experience an energy explosion because the true source of our energy comes from those eight areas of life. The true source of our energy comes from love, from family, from work, from friendship, from learning, from wealth, and from charity. It's those things that boost our mental, emotional and spiritual energy which gives our physical energy the reason to manifest itself. So yes, 2020 taught us the beautiful word of saying no. You know, in the past, I've read lots of books that said you shouldn't teach your kids to say no all the time. And you know what? I think that's a beautiful word to teach our kids as this world becomes more complicated and, uh, and a lot faster because when they say no to the things that matter, they'll have more time for the things that do matter. And those things are the eight areas of our life. I keep coming back to those because that's my North Star and I've lived by that since the age of 19. I've refined and developed, you know, holistic living and conscious living since then. And I don't live a perfect life, but I love my life. And, you know, we should all wake up every day loving our life and loving not just the triumphs, but the tragedies and the failures and the obstacles because I love obstacles. I love challenges because that is our opportunity to show our courage. If everything in life was a breeze, everything happened too easily, I promise you, we're not going to enjoy life. You're not going to enjoy life as much as you would by overcoming adversity and overcoming problems and challenges and obstacles. So, Whenever you're faced with those things, don't let them defeat you. Let them raise you even higher. Let them bring passion to the surface and courage to the surface and willpower to the surface to say, I'm going to overcome these challenges. Whether they're in any one of those areas of life, whether it's in a relationship or it's a family issue, you know, whether it's a work problem or a friendship that's gone wrong, in any one of those areas, any obstacle that comes up view it as your opportunity to display your own level of greatness. Now what else did 2020 teach us? It taught us that connection and communication with your partner is critical because 2020 really forced us to spend more time connecting and more time communicating with our partner. Yes, it did lead to conflict in some cases, but you can't have resolution without conflict. You cannot resolve things that have been swept under the carpet for too long without conflict. So yes, it was like spending, you know, those precious days of Christmas for the whole year. You know, there's a thing in law which says that, you know, divorce spikes after... Christmas because people are forced together. And yes, there was conflict. We were forced together for a whole year or many months for a lot of states and some states less than that. But It did teach us that reconnecting with our partner can revive our relationship, can actually beautify and bring back those early memories, the early period where we were dating and, you know, life and love was exciting. And yes, it is difficult if you're in a relationship for a long time where there's been a lot of metaphorical cobwebs or conflicts where resentment has built up. And yes, you can't do this alone. So on that point, I want to refer you to a beautiful, absolutely beautiful podcast I recorded with Melissa Ferrari called How to Reconnect with Your Partner. And it was episode 53 released on September the 3rd, 2020. And along with that, there's been so many episodes in the past with Dr. Guy Winch and Dr. Jen Mann that you should seek out. But the most recent one being with Melissa Ferrari And it was specifically on COVID-19, the restrictions, and how to reconnect with your partner in a positive way during those restrictions. So they're some of the most important learnings of 2020, and I'm sure you have lots that you have learned yourself. And we'd love to hear from you if you could email us at uh, inquiries at ahirebranch.com. And, you know, we get our inspiration for all uh, all our listeners and our readers who uh, communicate with us regularly. It's all confidential and uh, it inspires us to release more podcasts and do more research and focus on the things that matter most to you. And there you have it. My top learnings from 2020. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, I believe this year has been one of the greatest opportunities for us to re-evaluate our lives, to stop living our lives in that roadrunner mode, as Carl Honoré says, and to reassess our priorities and revisit the most important parts of our lives, you know, our health. So many of us have much more time to our health, our love life, our family, our work, our friendships, our continuous learning. You know, we have had so much more time now to read books and listen to podcasts. And It has allowed us to focus more on our wealth, better manage our finances. And lastly, in the tree of charity, it has helped us understand our fellow human beings in a more profound way. I sense this universal movement for empathy. People are more empathetic towards others. So I hope you have learned a lot from 2020 and are bound for even better things in 2021. Remember, if you focus on yourself and your eight areas of your life, I promise you, you are destined to achieve greatness. So until next time, live consciously, my friends.